1: You need to. You need to know what's happening. It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldigger. All right, Baldy, let's get into some of these games man because it. we're talking Jets at Buffalo. You say, "Hey, this is an easy easy game. Buffalo's going to win the game and maybe they will." But I don't know if I'm thinking just, you know, in my head right now that the Jets won't go 2 and 0 against Buffalo. They beat them earlier. This is a get-back game. There's no doubt. And I'm, I'm sure Buffalo is like, yo, we, we got to come out and play this weekend. And it's a division game. But Buffalo did play very poorly in their last outing against the Jets. This was that, that stretch of weeks where Josh Allen was making mistakes, Baldy. Has mm-hmm. he corrected that? And what is what are the Bills doing better now than the last time we saw them against
2: the Jets? Well, you hit on it right, right off the bat there, Carl. I mean, they're taking care of the football. And it seems... The numbers actually support this. I don't know you know, what uh, Ken Dorsey, the offense coordinator, would say to my comment, but they are emphasizing the run with the running backs. You saw James Cook have a big game last yeah. week, most kept 14 carries, more than motor singletary, had a big pop in the middle, early in the game, right up the middle, and he kind of stayed with them, and he caught a lot of passes too. So it seems like they're emphasizing the run more. Josh still made the throw across his body, running out of bounds, you know, to Gabriel Davis. I mean, classic Josh Allen play. Um, the only way I feel like, you know, in that Jets win, uh, they, two things happened in that game, Carl, five weeks ago. They had an eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter that led to the game-winning field goal, and they took the ball away from Josh Allen twice, two interceptions, one at the end. Um, Sauce had one. And so if they t- can find a way to take it away twice, what's they're more than capable of doing? If they can find a way to do that, then they can. I think they can go and win this game. Now, Buffalo has, you know, Josh has thrown one interception since that Jets game. Uh, he's thrown five or six touchdown passes since then. He's run for one, so they're, they're they're they look like they have a different emphasis. The only question I have about the Jets, you know, you see them lose to the Patriots on an 84-yard punt return. Like, why are you punting them? You know, to them anyways in that situation. You know, then you see down in the one, like they just don't look like they know how to win, Carl. Right. Like, I know they've got, you know, seven wins, and it's 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 impressive with all the young players they have. And, a, you know, every week it's a different offensive line. It just seems to be – they they seem to be that team with a young coach and a lot of young players that just don't know how to close out a game. Now, that's, that's probably not fair to Sauce Garden. It's probably not fair to a lot of guys. But that's kind of the reality right now. And I just don't think you can do that against a quality team that has been building for five years. The Jets want to be Buffalo, right? But I don't. I don't think they're Buffalo yet, Carl. I think they're on their way to competing head to head. They they look like they come up a little bit short, and they find different ways to lose these games now.
1: Yeah, the job that Robert Sala has done. Can, can we qualify it yet? Can we say he's he's on the right track? Now, listen, you just mentioned we've talked about all these star players they've got on defense, so they've drafted right. I mean, they got to mm-hmm. continue to do that, right? But mm-hmm. it's still about in those moments you believe in the coach making the decisions that need to be made. And, and Baldy, I was talking about this on my national show about yeah. getting the right guy. All right, and and fair, or unfair. I don't believe in anything I've seen in Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. Yeah. I'm looking at Robert Sala, and I'm saying okay, I see progress. I see him making and taking the steps that's going to make me believe that he's the right guy. I'm just curious right now, based on his resume, I know it's a short thing, but but what do you think? Can we qualify? Is he on the right track? Is he doing the right things for that organization?
2: Well, I think you know their identity right now is just completely tied to their defense and specifically their front four. And they, they rotate eight guys deep. Quentin Williams is having a phenomenal season. Lawson, I mean, you go through the list of guys. Uh, that's kind of how he wants it to be just a pack of hungry wolves getting after quarterbacks but that's fine on that side of the ball offensively they've had so many injuries the quarterback change it, it's kind of hard to say what the offense is I mean garrett Wilson could be a star player but why isn't garrett Wilson getting even more targets i mean right. he's, you know he's their Stefan Diggs he's their cooper cup like find more ways to get him the ball like he's the difference maker and last week he didn't have a touchdown catch but he should be having touchdown catches every week. So I, I feel like, you know, is Onovan Knight really, you know, a front-line running back? I mean, Brees Hall, Michael Carter all on the shelf right now. So, I mean, that that's what they're up against. So I, I feel like from that standpoint, overcoming just the, the rash of injuries, especially the offensive line, the next-guy-up mentality, like giving these guys confidence, making them feeling a part of it, I feel like he's doing a good job there. Uh, we got to see how they finish, Carl. I mean, if they if they find a way to make the playoffs, they play Miami week 18, you know, if they find a way to make the playoffs, then 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 we can categorically say, yeah, he's the right guy. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, put them up. This is In the Huddle, guys. Subscribe, like
1: us. We put new episodes out every Tuesday, Thursday. Jason Lockham4 also joins us. I want to talk about Fly Eagles Fly. They're taking on the Giants. And they continue to impress me, Baldy. I mean, every week I'm like, team's really good. Jalen Hurts is really good. And this was a make-or-break-it year. I mean, we forget going into the season. Let's go back to the offseason when everybody was like, the Eagles have given him everything he needs. He's got all the pieces. Is he going to screw this up? And the kid has just excelled. And I'm watching them, and I'm saying they're going to be a hard out in these playoffs, but here the Giants are. And I'm curious to know what you think about what's going to be different about this time around versus the first time they met earlier in the season
0: To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, priceline.
2: So I just remember um meeting Jalen when he was a rookie. And you know, he he, he just said, basically said that, you know, I want to be he wants to be great. Right. I'm committed to being great, not just great, but being the best quarterback in the league. So I mean, okay, 53rd pick in the draft out of Oklahoma. You know, he had some good success in college, but, you know, he was a runner more than a thrower. He said, Lincoln Riley was the only guy that really ever coached him. He said, if I get coached hard and they do the right things, like I, I think I could be great. So every week, you know, I mean, he's a two-time back-to-back weeks. He's the NFL player of the week. You know, um, you know, one time he's running for 157 yards, of 363 that they run against Green Bay. Last week he throws for 380 and he just carves up the, you know, the Titans. He's doing it, you know. Okay, you say I can only run. Well, I'll, I'll throw it. I mean, he, that's not his, his, uh, his motivation. Just happened to be that's what happened in the games. He could do all that. Um, their special teams just completely destroyed Tennessee. It's all favors, <laughs> you know. They, they I mean, right, like they shut Derrick Henry down. They just rattled the cage of Ryan Tannehill. Every single thing. So you go, okay, they go to the Meadowlands play the Giants. Um, the Giants, they got their pass rushers back now. So they got Ogilari on one side. They got Thibodeau on the other side. That helps. Their corners are still guys that were off the street for the most part. Um, you know, Wink Martindale is still a really talented coordinator. They'll see an offense that, you know, where the, the quarterback is a runner along with Saquon Barkley. I think the Giants probably could keep this thing closer than it should be because that's how they sort of play the games. But I, I think Philadelphia is healthy. And I just feel like they think that this is they they're on a they're not overlooking the Giants, but they're on a collision course with the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. They are, you know, and I I, I think they're healthy up front. Their offense lines as good as anybody's in football. Uh, it's a good test up front. Giants front is good. Um, but gee, Eagles are just a complete team. Giants are trying to become a complete team. You you can't beat the Eagles with the wide receiving core that the Giants have. It's not dynamic enough. I I
1: totally agree with you. It's just just not dynamic enough. Baldy, I said this to Jason earlier this week, and I said, I know people are going to say you're nuts, but I said to Jason, Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. All right. And I'm curious to know what you think about this, because this is another team. And and again, we're going to learn a lot on, on December 24th when the Eagles and Cowboys play. But this defense is just so dominant. And, and this week in Dallas, they hosted, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I see him at a Mavs game. You know, the crowd's chanting, you know, oh, ODB or whatever, Odell Beckham. The point is, Cowboys don't need him, Baldy. They're averaging 37 points a game, 400 and some odd yards a game. You know, their receiving core, CeeDee Lamb and all these guys, they, they've turned into the players you thought they would. And I was saying this. To my audience, this is uh, on my local show. This is a bonus, right? This is like, okay, we'll pick him up if we need him. Maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. And I don't know if he plays. They're saying the knee and and the physical and all that didn't necessarily check out. But where are you at on this Cowboy team? Because people think that's the move that's going to put them over the top. And I don't believe that. I think they're already there. They're just going to have to execute. they got to beat the Eagles. But more importantly, they got to win in the playoffs. But I love this Cowboy team, and I'm willing to say it. I think they're going to Super Bowl for the first time in 30 years, and we've been saying it for 30 years.
2: I think it's the best shot to go because of the way that they're playing, Carl. Their offense, like Tyler Smith, is a hell of a player at left half. Woo. And, you know, he moves by. I mean, he's just – I saw him pulling the other day, and you know, leading, uh, you know, uh, Pollard into the end zone. I, I thought he was Larry Allen out there for him. You know, <laughs> he the way does. Yes. Seven, he he punches race.
1: people in the face, doesn't he?
2: Oh man, he's he is. I, I remember in the draft process talking to Steve Hutchinson, for you know, the uh Hall of Fame guard, you know, for Minnesota and yeah. Seattle. But he said he was the best tackle in the draft, that he was the most physical guy, that he brings nasty to it, and that's how he plays. Uh, but you know, the the one two Zeke is is back. And then you put him with Pollard. Like they don't they haven't had a running game like that since Emmett. Yeah, like they've got a powerful running game. And they got two different style of runners. We've seen it, but they need Zeke, and Zeke is like he's running really, really well right now. Um, Their tight ends are excellent. You know they they block, um, Schultz and Ferguson and Hendershot. Like they're good. I, 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 I was on a radio show in Philadelphia. Yesterday. They're like, well, the Eagles. We hear that they're a, a candidate. I'm like, look, OBJ, if he's healthy, can help a team, but he he he's, it's just a luxury. And then you got to worry about, you know, last year when he went to the Rams, Robert Woods just happened to get hurt the same week, like two days after they signed him. So there was an automatic place for Odell in that offense. And plus it was earlier in the season. Yeah. It wasn't late in the season. Teams have kind of got their identities right now. They kind of know you don't need five wide receivers. You just don't. Like you need two, maybe three, that can really, you know, work coverage, man to man. Um, so I don't think they need him. I don't. It doesn't sound like Jerry wants. And and then the other part is Odell wants a big contract.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I
2: don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him. Like this might be the last chance he gets for one. So I understand the the business side of it. But I I, I don't think the Cowboys need him. I think the way that they're playing right now is dynamic. And off, you know, you look at this draft. This Deron Bland gets two interceptions last week. Fifth round pick out of Fresno. You look at Sam Williams picks up a fumble, runs it back for a touchdown. You look at Tyler Smith. You look at Ridgeway. You look at, you know, you look at the the rookie tight end Ferguson, like the Cowboys, for all of their things that we kind of take them apart, they can <laughs> just flat out draft. They can just draft, and it shows. And you need that juice from those young guys. And so, Mike, it doesn't have to be, like, he's going to show up in the postseason, but he doesn't have to dominate every single game in order for them to win. It's a great point.